0: listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. And welcome to the Dynamic Women Podcast. I have an amazing guest today, Shirley Weir. We are cracking open the conversation. Now, she is the founder of menopausechicks.com and author of Mukita. Really, it boils, boils down to how to navigate perimenopause with confidence and ease. So, welcome, Shirley.
1: Thank you, Diane. How, how are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm better now that we get to do this. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. So what we're going to do on the podcast
0: today is I am going to ask you some questions. And I'm sure based on the topics that you talk about, you are not afraid of tough questions. I'm
1: not afraid.
0: Yeah. And uh, well, actually, first I want to know, how, how has it been your journey talking about perimenopause and talking about these taboo seem as taboo topics Um, do you get flustered do you blush does it how was your journey with that
1: oh I don't believe I get flustered or blush I think I get surprised by some of the reactions that I do get from people I get kind of shocked sometimes when I say the word menopause and uh, let's say a dear friend might hold her hand up in my face and say, whoa, 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 I'm not there yet. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but don't you want to talk about it? Are you curious? Don't you want to get informed? So um, I get surprised by that. I get surprised by... um, a lot of the engagement, you know, a lot of the people that lean in when I say words like perimenopause and menopause and I, and that energizes me. Um, for example, mm. I was just in Toronto last week and, uh, and took my first Uber ride. Cause as you know, we don't have Uber in Vancouver, but I hopped in yeah. an the Uber and the Uber driver asked me what I did. And so I told him and he's like, Oh yeah, no, more people need to talk about that. We need to know this information. So that really lights me up whenever someone just really leans into what we're doing
0: yes now you began your perimenopause journey more than 10 years ago and um now
1: i'm not sure are you 51 or 52 i'm 52 i turned 52 this year um i think i began my perimenopause journey when i was 39 um there's no real like uh light that goes off (laughs) for perimenopause it's kind of like how a Um, a child transitions from, you know, from childhood into adolescence is just your hormones start to fluctuate and you might notice changes or you might not. Um, When I was 39, though, I do remember having sore breasts and like really sore breasts and very unusual for me. So my first thought was, oh, my God, you're pregnant, Um, even though that was like an impossibility. Because uh, my husband has had a vasectomy, but i still like, that's the only information that I had within my database to draw upon. And uh, of course I wasn't pregnant and then life carried on. And I probably didn't notice any other changes again till I was around 41.
0: Um, and that's
1: when I really started to get curious and, uh, and had a conversation with my doctor and my sister and um, started the whole journey. Yeah. And then it carried on from 41 to 46. You know, It's just kind of life is busy. Um, but at 46 is when I was uh, sure that the world needed to crack open this conversation. And that's when I started Menopause Chicks.
0: Yeah. And what, what I'm actually, it's just come to me right now, the fact that you put your age in your bio, it, there's this thing around people, women, oh, not not wanting to share their age. Oh, yeah. So you're actually cracking open two topics
1: that <laughs> that women don't want to talk about. Why would we not want to talk about our age? Like... I am so happy when my feet hit the floor in the morning because we have another day. Right. And, mm. and we're wiser and we're smarter than we were yesterday and we get to, you know, what get take one more step towards, towards the goals. I don't actually understand. I think media has done women uh, a complete disservice, mm. um, by even how we use the word aging. Um, there's a lot of marketing and products that are pushed towards women. The phrase anti-aging is on umpteen different products in, yeah. the, in the pharmacy and the drugstore. The truth is, Diane, the, word, the phrase anti-aging means you're dead. It means you're against getting up tomorrow morning. That's not what I am. I am pro-aging all the way, and I love to call out. Uh, my fellow marketers whenever I see that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Did you know, by the way, that Allure magazine uh, in the States banned that phrase last September, <gasps> September, actually, I think it was 2017. They banned the phrase anti-aging from their magazine, which I think is progress.
0: Imagine if more companies banned words that held us back. Exactly. Oh, that. Now my mind's
1: turning <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know what that could be like.
0: Okay, yeah, be, we have a long back. way to go, but
1: there are, there are some glimmers of hope for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go back to, so you started in perimenopause. You were confused by going to your doctor, confused by the bookstore, you said, confused by Dr. Google, and you were overwhelmed and you felt alone. So you started menopausechicks.com. And you, um, you said, onto the world stage to empower women to talk openly about perimenopause and menopause, to navigate midlife health information, and to connect to women's health professionals. So what was that journey like? Just like, well, oh, I'm just going to start this company.
1: Well, as you may know, I had already had a company. <laughs> I already had a full-time business in uh, marketing and communications. Um, around that time, it was 2012, um, everybody was blogging. And so I just naively thought, oh, I will just start a blog. I'll crack open the conversation. That will happen and the world will be well. And what I didn't realize uh, was, first of all, how gracious and kind the universe was going to be towards me. Um, You know, I got picked up by Dr. Oz. I got, you know, had an opportunity to tweet for Oprah when she launched the Own Network in Canada. Like, I was like, wow. Um, and all that told me was that I had entered into a very uncrowded space um, and it's still quite uncrowded. There's not a lot of entities mm-hmm. doing what I do, which is, you know, advocate for women's health. Um, and so three years ago, I made the decision that if I was going to do this, I needed to do it. And so I've been working on menopause full time for the last, the last three years.
0: How did it feel to make the jump?
1: Uh, it's just no question. Um, it doesn't feel like work. Um, I, although I do work on this seven days a week, um, my husband will attest to that. But it, it needs to be done. I mean, there's 57 million women in North America who have questions about their midlife health right now and 70 percent wow. of them uh, told us in our, our research three years ago that they don't have anyone to talk to about perimenopause or menopause so your listeners may have heard you know this is something this is a conversation you should have with your mom and I don't discount that um, but there's a couple of truths one is um, there is no correlation between your mom's experiences, her journey, and your journey. Yeah. Um, we're, gen- we're a generation apart. Um, our stress levels are quite different. The nutrients in our food are quite different. And we're just, we're unique individuals. So there's absolutely, that's a wives' tale. Yeah. Um, and, and the second thing is, talking to your mom is fabulous. Talking to your grandmother is fabulous. Talking to your doctor is fabulous but it's not fabulous if those conversations continue to perpetuate some of the myths and misconceptions and the generational stereotypes that we've inherited. Mm. Um, And yeah, so we spend a lot of time uh, in our private online community, first of all, getting really clear on what the definitions are and making sure that, you know, in order to have a informed conversation, um, that you know, women need to be on the same page about definitions. Then we spend a considerable amount of time, if we need to, uh, helping women unlearn what it is that they think they know or know about menopause.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of those things are the negative connotations. So don't get me wrong. Some women, in fact, twenty percent of women do have their worlds rocked upside down by hormone imbalance. Yeah. But it's not completely negative. It's not, a, it's not an ailment, it's not a disease, it doesn't require a diagnosis, it doesn't require a cure. What it does require is information and mm-hmm. women to feel empowered or even to have a permission slip that their name is at the top of the to-do list.
0: Yes and that they
1: deserve quality of health, that they, if, if, a, if a neighbor or a health professional says to them, oh, suck it up, it's just part of being a woman, that they feel empowered to say, you know what, that's not going to work for me. I'm more important. I deserve more than that, and I'm going to now get on the path to make sure that I can be my own best health advocate.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so important, especially even with the work I do with businesswomen, when people have, are becoming moms or later on, we're all, almost always at the bottom of our own to-do lists or priority lists. And so I often tell clients, people in my audiences, write down a list of your priorities mm-hmm. and I'll maybe have 1% of the room that remembers to put their own name on it. Yeah. So yeah. it's... Um, it's sad that it continues, especially in this
1: area of our health. Midlife women are holding up the world right now. And our arms are getting a little tired, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, midlife women are holding up the world. I mean, they're the sandwich generation. They're the entrepreneurs. Yes. They're the, yep. the ones that put up their hand to volunteer in the community. They're looking after aging parents. They're looking after kids. and I. had to stop and think, I mean, I was that person. I am that person. Um, but I had to stop and ask myself, you know how when like something happens to you in life, like, you know, I don't know, it could be your car breaks down or your pet gets sick or your child has something. All of a sudden you stop everything and you become an expert on whatever that thing is. Right. Um, when is it time for us to do that for ourselves? Yes. And it's a very, very old cliche, but it's that oxygen mask. You know, it's about taking care of yourself. And I got here because I didn't do these things. Hmm. So you're speaking from experience. I, I am not that person that comes on and says, oh, look, I lost 100 pounds and I'm going to tell you how to do it. That is not me. I, am, I can tell you how I think that uh, as a generation we can navigate perimenopause with more confidence and ease but it's not because I did that it's because there was many things I didn't do along the way and um, in fact when I wrote the book it was like a letter to my 39 year old self
0: oh and so no wonder your private community fields so many questions you said 15,000 questions and comments a month
1: yeah it's
0: I mean, it's really
1: indicative of the fact that women don't have anyone to talk to. Um, it's indicative of the fact that this particular subject matter, uh, like women's health is having a moment right now, and I'm really excited about that. But at the same time, um, this, this particular life phase touches so many aspects It's not a, oh, here's a thing and I need a Band-Aid for it, right? It's our physical health. It's our emotional health. It's our Mm. mental health. It affects our sleep. Um, It requires paying attention to how how we eat, move, sleep, manage stress. It's a very, it's a Rubik's Cube. And we don't actually know how to solve it yet. Hmm. So it generates a lot of questions.
0: Yeah, but you're doing wonderful things uh, like bringing together well-known names and having parties like you and rock star Biff Naked discussed (laughs) learning to love menopause. We did. Um, That's amazing. And bringing other women in. And so every year, is that correct? You have an event called Mokita, which is also the name of your book.
1: Yeah so last fall last uh, in 2018 was our first uh, Mokita event and we did that because we were launching the book so we had a day long women's health summit brought in uh, some amazing experts from across North America uh, it was very education focused mm. and we wanted to um, repeat that this year in 2019 and we've had the opportunity to uh have get Jan Arden who's Canadian yes. singer songwriter podcaster, actress, you name it, very popular on social media, very authentic and real in terms of sharing her journey. I mean, she just became an actress of an award-winning TV show at the age of 57. Um, That in itself is inspiring, but she also shares her story of being, um, you know, the primary caregiver of her parents and navigating Alzheimer's. I just find it very inspirational Um, and so looking forward to having Jan on stage with us uh, July 12th in Vancouver.
0: Yes and if you are listening to this beyond July 12th, and you're sad about that, don't worry. Shirley's probably going to have 2020, another great lineup of people or uh, another well-known person who's going to come and share their story. And so today, um, we're going to pull this together here. Just a couple other things I want to let our listeners know. Um, Shirley did speak at TEDx Gastown Women, so you can go and watch that. She has received numerous awards, and as she mentioned, she's Um, been part of own network working for them national post toronto star so this this woman knows her stuff Um, also you can check so you can check her out on at menopausechicks.com also the private online community because you want to ask those questions because you've got a place where you're going to get the real truth Um, and it's done in a way that doesn't make you feel embarrassed. It's totally welcoming and open. So that is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash slash (laughs) menopause chicks. And you can see in the show notes all of her other um, social handles as well as how to grab her book, Mokita, and how to attend the event in Vancouver on July 13th, was it? July 12th. July 12th. Thank you. You'd be a day late. And that is 2019. Um, so, Shirley, last, last words of wisdom to a woman out there, wherever she is in her journey, in her health, um, and with
1: her age, wherever she's at, what would what would you say to her? Uh, the first thing I would say is you are not alone. The second thing I would say is you deserve quality of life. Hmm. And the third thing is, you know, we often shop around for that magic wand. And I've been heard to say there is no such thing as a magic wand, but there really is. The magic wand lies in getting informed and choosing the journey that's right for you.
0: Awesome. And spoken from someone who's gone through it. So Trustworthy in that regard. Well, those of you who are Dynamic Women members, make sure you head over um, to our Global Club so that you can watch the full expert training that Shirley and I um, have done. And that is all about we're gonna talk more about what Mokito is. Mokita is. We're gonna talk more about some stats that are quite shocking um, that you want to know about, you know, things like how to get over burnout. So come on over uh, to there and check it out. And thanks again, Shirley. Thank you. Okay, bye everyone. Great day. Thank you Dynamic Women for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, Head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.